0: You're listening to the T20 Podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Domino's. We've got our first 200-plus target of the season and no surprise, it came from the lineup that has Joss Butler, Yasha Jaiswal, and Sanju Samson in their top three. After posting 203-for-5, Rajasthan have trumped Hyderabad by 72 runs in Sunday's evening game at the Rajiv Gandhi International Stadium in Hyderabad. With me, as always, is Ayaz. Ayaz, Rajasthan picking up where they left off last season after finishing runners-up to Gujarat.
1: They've started with the bank. There's no doubt about that. look at that. And you mentioned the batting line-up, the top three. Uh, you've got Jos Butler, you've got Yashas B. Jaiswal and Sanju Samson all looking in explosive form. And that's a threat to all the other teams in this tournament. And remember, last year, they reached the final. They fizzled out there in the final. But throughout the last season, they looked so impressive. And they've begun extremely well. It's not just the batting which is their strong point, but also their bowling. And having said that, let me say that, you know... Hyderabad put up a really disappointing show in bowling and in batting. I thought that on the same pitch where Rajasthan kind of hammered 200, uh, they they struggled to get past the 100 mark. So, yeah, they lost a lot of wickets early on. But even so, very lacklustre performance by Hyderabad. uh, I'm sure there will be a lot of talking going on in the dugout. After 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 today's match.
0: Okay, I'll just quickly get you all a wrap of the match. Bhuvneshwar Kumar uh, won the toss and elected to chase. And joss Butler and Yashasvi obviously <laughs> approved of the decision, smashing fours and sixes almost as well uh, at will as Rajasthan was 73 for none after five overs. After being hit for three boundaries in the sixth over, young Afghan bowler Fazal Hakefaruki got Butler out for 54. But Sanju then joined the party and also scored a half century along with. Fazal Haq and Nadrajan picked two wickets each while Umran picked one as Rajasthan posted 203. Uh, not just batters though, Rajasthan had a solid bowling uh, lineup too, which ensured Hyderabad were restricted to 131 for 8 in their 20 overs. Abdul Samad came in as an Impact player and top scored with 32. Uh, Mayank Agarwal's 27 was the second high score in the team. the Yaj- 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 Chahal uh, was the pick of the bowlers with uh, picking up 4 for 17. Now, Ayaz, uh, let's start with Rajasthan's batting, the top three. I know you mentioned it earlier as well, but if these three stay in the form that they seem to be in right now and the form that they've carried into the tournament, you know, it's just another shoe in, I mean, another playoff for them.
1: Well, I mean, look, playoff is certainly the first target for all teams, and certainly Rajasthan will look to get into. To the playoffs After that You have to assess Who your opponents are And what kind of pitches are there And how, what your strategy Will it change or not uh, They did I thought they, they played Extremely well Last year They've got the right mix You know The opening pair Is the right-left combination Both explosive Butler is I think Arguably The best T20 player in the world Sanju Samson and Just a little bit behind In terms of you know, the kind of range of strokes that he's got and, and the sweet timing that he's got. Yashasvi yes, Jaiswal yes, well, is making it a three way race along with Shubman Gill and Ruturaj Gaikwar. For the young, you know, young openers from India who are vying for a place in the in the in the ODI World Cup, which comes up later this year. So this is a very powerful batting lineup. But what they've also got, as I mentioned earlier, is a very fine bowling attack. Trent Bolt, uh, uh, master of sw- and, uh, seam and swing. They've got R Ashwin and they've got Yuzvendra Chahal. And this is a formidable kind of uh, grouping of players. You know, this is like almost all boxes getting ticked.
0: Uh, that's true. You mentioned Yashasvi. I mean, we talk about him every season. But he's 21 now. I mean, from, you know, the next big thing when we called him that after the Under-19 World Cup. This seems like the tournament, you know, which could help him take that next step if it does go go well. So you feel like this is, I mean, there are more than a few eyes on him this time round.
1: There will be, and he'll want a lot more from himself. <laughs> Remember the way ruturaj Gaikwad batted in the in the earlier match, the first match, and then we know Shubman Gill is already kind of established to at least entrenched himself for the time being in the Indian team in all formats. So to try and break into the Indian team is not going to be easy. However, if you bat like this, you show this kind of a form. Remember, he's got a bit of an advantage in the sense all teams, all coaches, all captains look for a right-left combination. So he offers that that you know, obvious facility because he's a left-hand batsman. But it's not going to be easy for him. However, this is a long season. We are just in the second or third day. Sustenance of form, keeping it going for the entire duration, seven, eight weeks is what is the demand. And, you know, a lot of these players, as we've seen over the years, Those who start off well, don't finish well or they flag towards the middle and so on. So, Yashasvi Jaiswal just has to keep going and keep reminding the selectors and the team management, the Indian team management that, you know, hey guys, I'm in, uh, you know, I'm, I'm there for the calling.
0: Yeah, from the big positives uh, of that match is to Hyderabad now. Made big changes after the last season, let go of their skipper Kane Williamson ahead of the auction. They've named Aidan Markram uh, their new captain. He will be joining camp tomorrow, I believe, because the South Africans are joining the tournament later. There's also Marco Jensen and Heinrich Klassen joining alongside him. But do you feel like, you know, just feeling, you know, just changes in the overseas slots are you know, going to be enough to just you know turn things around from a disappointing result like this?
1: I don't think just adding players is going to be enough. I think just regrouping and kind of coming up with a more cohesive effort will obviously make or should make the difference. If it doesn't happen, I think they'll, they'll continue to struggle. It seemed, on the evidence of what we saw today, as if they were prepared, you know, almost resigned to the fact, OK, we are not at full strength, so let's wait and do everything we want from the second game onwards. I'm not saying that that's the kind of, uh, you know perception one, one, one got. Uh, it could be wrong. And, you know, I, I thought, in fact, I mentioned about their bowlers being a little, uh, you know, prolif- uh, profligate earlier, but in, in fact, they pulled them back. At one stage, it looked like Rajasthan might make 220, 230. So to, to, you know, kind of pull back by even 20 runs was a very good effort. Uh, I thought some of the Thunderbolts at Umran Malik bowl would have, you know, perked up the fans certainly and also batsmen uh around in this league you know he sent the stump cartwheeling and that's a terrific side to have uh in any format but you know you need more effort from the other bowlers. i thought Natrajan bowled well uh so did fez uh, faruki but overall when you look at it the batting i mean you, you lose your zero for two you're, you're on the back foot right away and then you lose a third wicket and the most disappointing to me personally was Harry Brook. I had such high expectations from him considering what he's done over the last 12 months. I don't want to be too, uh, you know, overly critical because this was his first game uh, in in this tournament. And, you know, he's such a... He, he, Cameron Green and Shubman Gill, as I mentioned earlier, are the three international batsmen to watch out, all three of them under 25. But he needs to come to terms with the pressure of playing this kind of a league as well as the pitches that he's going to get in India.
0: That's true. Now, before I wrap this up, I'm just going to ask one question on my favourite impact player rule. Rajasthan utilised their impact player as in they got in Navdeep Saini as their impact player in the 11th over of the chase. And interestingly, Sangakara, while speaking on the broadcast, said he's, you know, not fully... I mean, he's recovering from his injury. So they just wanted to also see, uh, you know, if he can complete a match and just like how fit he is. He did uh, leak what? 34 runs in his two overs. So that's another way of using this impact player, isn't it? Just to like gauge how match-ready your players who are coming out of injuries are. And we do have a few injuries this season.
1: Yeah, but I think it was made easy for them in that, in the sense that, they, you know, Hyderabad had, had lost half their side. They were unlikely to win the match. So even if a bowler leaked 30, 40, even 50 runs, the result was not in doubt. So I think that kind of gave them the... The leeway to experiment <coughs> with the play Otherwise they could have gone with M Ashwin And the pitch pitch was helping the spinners And the batsmen were struggling against spin As we saw, Yusben Rachel was absolutely marvellous Ashwin, you know, he, he, he's such a fantastic bowler I mean maestro That everybody against him is always on guard or on hooks. So I thought, yes, they, they, were, they were clever to use Navjeeb Saini Because you want to get somebody who's in the wings to be match fit Not just fit You know, and this was a good way to do it.
0: Okay, uh, thank you so much for taking time out to join us, Ayaz. We will, of course, be back later in the day with the result of the Bangalore and Mumbai game.
1: Thank you, Menra. Thank you.
0: That was today's episode of the T20 Podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Dominoes. This is a Quint Original Podcast, executive produced by Shelly Walia and Ritu Kapoor. This episode was hosted by Menra Dorji Sahani, produced and edited by Pratik Lidhu, Anjali Palor, and Kriti Ghai, and a special thanks to our guest, Ayaz Memon. Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app.
1: You were listening to the Quints Podcast.